Hello all, and welcome to Malt and Magic, a homebrew D&D adventure from four UK-based gamers and friends. Follow along in our adventure as Ander, Kirik, Dargon and their sidekick Bothrid battle through monsters and magic as they try to unlock the mysteries of the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin, all the while pursued and haunted by the strange and foreboding Dark Eladrin. If you enjoy this homebrew 5th edition adventure, please be sure to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Now let's join our heroes as the adventure continues. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Malta Magic. Um, before we start, I just need to say a huge thank you to some of the tools uh, or some of the organizations we're using uh, for our sound effects. So massive thank you to BattleBards and Tabletop Audio. If you're not using them for your game, highly recommend it. They're adding a, a level of immersion um, and coolness, epicness to our games, which is uh, taking it to a whole new level. Um as always in these episodes, there's adult language and adult humour, so you have been warned. Other than that, have a great night uh, and enjoy the episode. So, that's where we left off. What would you like to do now? You're here. Uh, is it full rest and all that all that jazz? Um, so the minute we've just started the evening, I'll say. Okay, um, cool. Just in case there's anything you guys want to do before you rest, but if not, we'll go straight through the long rest and... Uh, nothing on my end. Uh, I would probably go to sleep or take watch, whatever people want to do. As I was, we'd lit a small fire, hadn't we? Yeah, you had indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has that burnt out now? No, well, it's only just started. The, I was going to say, oh, it's, still of, um, okay. it's literally just the beginning of your. You've not been here long, but that way, probably been here. Okay, half an hour to an hour, maybe. I'm just clearing some space. Well, I'll, I'll offer to take first watch if uh, Dagon wants to get some rest and Kirik wants to pray or do whatever he's going to do. I think they'll be wise because obviously I got absolutely battered, so I would definitely want to, yeah. to to be the you know one of the guys to to rest first just to try and get you know heal myself. Yeah, and Buffer can prune bush. Watch. I'll take uh, I'll take second. So Kirik on second. Let's say Bothrid's going to take third. And then Dargon will take the final. Cool, so Dargon, you pretty much immediately get to the campsite and uh, very much excuse me, I'll just have another camera, very much almost set your bed roll up, lie down and you're out, you're gone, you don't bother to have a smoke, mm. you barely eat, you barely drink you, you just exhaust I, I, yeah, I'm and you flop now. down yeah. um, Kirik, is there anything you wish to do before you fall asleep? Um, yes actually I will um, use Shh. 
Uh, sorry, trying to find the thing that I can do. All right. Um, um, yes, uh, I will, just before falling asleep, I will use uh, Eyes of the Grave, which uh, allows me to know a location of any undead within 60 feet, if there's one. You sense nothing. Great. Uh, in that case, I'll turn to Ender and I'll say, place is safe. I will... I'll go to sleep. But wake me up when you're done. I should call on you in a couple of hours. Very well. Cool. And I uh, drift, drift back to sleep. Cool. You see Bothrid as he's setting up his bedroll actually again cast his hands on the ground and sort of these soft, very leafy vines begin to form a sort of pillow. And he chuckles to himself, lays his head down and falls asleep. And are you doing anything particular while you're on your watch? Nothing in particular. I think I'll just... Um, I'm still pretty shook from the battle, so I'm pretty keen not to toss it off too much. I was thinking about reading my pamphlet before, just tinkering on my pamphlet, but I want to stay quite vigilant because I'm uh, quite, quite paranoid in this environment. No worries at all. That wind is a sound effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. In that case, I'll stick also close to the fire because it's bloody cold. <laughs> nice. And you do notice, uh, you're already starting to notice the, the beginnings of winter, but tonight in this pass, the wind just seems to whistle straight down it and it is a chill. The fire itself almost seems to struggle slightly with the wind. Um, and you sort of pull your cloak up around you and hunker down. And for the first hour, nothing happens. For the second hour, nothing happens. Um, just laughing at this map being moved. Um, it's trying. And the work. darkness just begins to sort of creep around this um, overhang, if you like. You now struggle to see the path, uh, granted you, you you can see the plain-ish um, to your left hand side, but to the right where this, this pass goes off, it's it's very difficult to see what's up the other end um, and before I forget let's set some mood lighting and I'm going to say unless there's anything else specific you wish to do your pass, uh, your Watch passes relatively uneventfully. In that case, I'll, I'll nudge Kirik for him to take his watch. Tell him it was an uneventful watch. Keep the fire lit, it's bloody cold. Will do. And I'll get, get down for the night if I can. Yeah. So. And uh, you begin to rest your head. 
Kirik. Anything particularly you're doing on your watch? Um. No, well, I'll sort of just stay out, stay in the lookout. Um, I will keep close to the fire, occasionally throwing a couple, couple logs in. But apart from that, being fairly vigilant, looking into the, into the dark. Cool. Um, and as you're on your watch, your sort of the darkness, as I say, creeps in on you with the the fire around you. This the shadows begin to almost play tricks on your mind a little bit as tends to happen in in very vast darkness just get myself central um, or not fucking camera <laughs> all the issues today aren't they <laughs> So I can try at this end if you like. There we go. Yeah, it'll do. Cool. Um, you begin to just see sort of figures look like they're creeping, but generally, first hour, nothing happens. Second hour, I think the horses shift a little bit, cold in the wind. Again, they creep where they are as close to the fire as possible. Um... And then, yeah, you sort of go over, nudge Bothrid awake. Uh, and Bothrid sort of raises his head. He sits by the fire, places his lightning javelin across his knees as he sits just sort of hunched and just stares into the darkness. His dark vision giving him some visibility of those bits around him. First hour passes. Second hour passes. He then, having satisfied his watch, walks over to, to Dargon and sort of has to shake him a little bit to wake him, Dargon being in such a deep sleep. But eventually he rouses him. Um, then Bothrid goes back to his little comfy vine-ridden bedroll um, and falls asleep again. Dargon, is there anything particular you want to do in your watch as you now wake up? Is this after a long rest or not? You can consider yourself having a long rest at this point, yeah, because you are taking the final watch. Cool. Um, so yeah, you know, as, as I'm as I'm going to be getting up, um, I would say that you know now feeling a little more healed, I would stand. Uh, I wouldn't say that I would stand at the the edge. Uh, <clears throat> but I, you know, just so that I can see out. The cold doesn't bother me. Uh, as a Goliath, as a mountain-born <clears throat> Goliath, so I have no problem uh, with that one. And I'm just—I do like my pipe. I'm not pumping it, uh, you know, really going for it because I don't want it to, you know, waft and stuff out. And I know the wind's carrying it, but I am having a little bit of a uh, flight. Um, and I'm just thinking, obviously, the fact that you know, I, I know the route that we're going down, the, the route of which you know, I, I, I myself, I'm, um, I'm sort of taking. <clears throat> um, and as I'm doing this, I'm sort of just, you know, uh, stroking Dawnbringer in, in my, you know, in the hilt, um, just 
you know, just gently, but I'm not really, you know, because obviously I can have this uh, communication with, with Dawnbringer, but I'm not actually speaking. I'm just inside my head just thinking about the fact that it would be, um, you know, it'd be good to get sort of assistance at times when I have definitely been in trouble getting the heat of the, the battle. Uh, and also, um, you know, probably trying to get some inspiration as to how I can come in and out of the heat of battle if I need to. <clears throat> So, uh, you know, I'm getting all these, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, you know, my tactics in, in fights that we're going to come up against and also whether there's going to be any, anything or anyone that's going to help. So that's what I'm doing while I'm just looking out and keeping an eye out of anything that's going on. Cool. And sort of as you begin to stroke Dawnbringer, so to speak, um eventually you just feel almost like a semi no matter where <laughs> no matter where your hand is it's almost like you can feel the hilt yep at all times um almost like you could just on a whim have it appear in your hand you're not quite sure what that feeling is just yet but there's certainly something something about the way you have bonded so to speak with your blade and your first hour passes and the second hour passes uneventfully and eventually not exactly bright sunlight but you do begin to see the glow of morning over your two hour watch Um, the fire itself begins to die out, you having exhausted the log pile that uh, you had managed to scrounge from the local area. Um, but yeah, so um, as I'm figuring this out, your watch ends relatively uneventful night, albeit cold. The morning itself is is crisp. It is, it's cold. For you as a mountain-born, doesn't bother you. But for the others, you know they're going to feel the cold. Um, the path itself does look like it is a pass through the mountains but it it does rise up so there is going to be some altitude gain today um, or however long it takes you but your path is clear there is a very defined route through these mountains so what are you doing if I wake everyone up then um, for a good start Morning, boys. Better get your coats on. But you'll find this a bit, a bit cold. Oh. I've been sleeping in my cloak all night because I am frozen. So I've I've been sleeping full full kit. I've even slept with my uh, swords because I'm I'm a bit paranoid. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> I'm ready to go. So has anybody um, got any warm weather gear? Or cold weather gear, I should say. No. How warm is my cloak of darkness? <laughs> Not very. I mean, I'm going to check, but I'm pretty sure I won't, because, again, I don't need it, So, unless I can pass it on to someone else. So I will check. No. No, I've only got common clothes. Uh, and... I don't. Nope. 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 I bought climber's gear, but I didn't think about it's cold at up in the sky <laughs> yeah yep 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 
But no. right, would we become at a disadvantage if we're cold for some stuff? Potentially, yes. Because if need be, could I just light my flame tongue rapier and be in the middle of the party and keep well keep people warm? Because if it's a magic flame, it won't go out, will it? Oh, it won't. No, but certainly not bad chance. Keep. Flip side of that is though, it, it will alert. It will alert everyone we're coming. If there is people of the pass, should we wait to see how cold we get? Just in case I don't want to tip people off and we get ambushed. Yeah. And we get it out if we need it as a last resort. Do you reckon? Yeah. Reg regardless, you only need to look after the other three, not me. Um, so you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I for the first time ever show. have to scout, then I will. Whatever the direction of the wind is, you just stand in front of it, and we'll all stand behind you. Yep. And you just block, it, block the wind. The wind itself is is very strong coming down this pass as well. Yeah, ain't probably even gonna bowl me over and all. Cool. But no, I haven't, got, I haven't, I haven't got anything to, to help you guys, unfortunately. So, uh, best I can do. Alright. Uh, we set out. Uh, Kira is going to uh, take out a, a piece of uh, white cloth from his uh, pouch and he's going to say, um, I, fore I foresee the journey ahead to be quite uh, troublesome. So there is anything to buy. So I can help some of you and I'm going to. Uh, cast a third level aid um, which means that uh, I will choose Bothrid uh, and Dargon and uh, you feel kind of this uh, reinvigorating uh, sense within you and for the next eight hours all three of them have um, plus ten hit point maximum Nice. So who was that? So do I just add that as temporary hit points? Uh, nope, that's just regular hit points. So you can you can be healed to that as well. So your hit points just become whatever you have plus ten. Yeah, and uh, uh, who 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 was that for? Uh, both uh, everyone apart from Kirik. Oh, cool. Um, so you sort of mount your horses, and with the wind the horses themselves there's no way you're going to be able to gallop down this pass so you sort of go at a, a relatively slow trot um, and it's it's hard going you sort of all you have to lean down and, and hunker down against sort of low against the horses necks they themselves have their heads down and just sort of plod forward every now and again one of them may stumble over a rock um, and it's beginning to get bitterly bitterly cold at this point you probably get about halfway along this pass, knowing it's not a huge distance, if I remember rightly. He says, going for the actual map. Which I can't remember where I put. There we go. Too many folders, not enough time. So the pass itself is 
probably about a mile or two at the most. So you get about halfway. And as you get to about halfway, you do begin to see... Like, so you pass this solitary dead tree. And then you eventually come to a place where there is a cave on your left. Clearly defined cave. Definitely an opening. But it's the only other thing you've seen for miles. Uh, can we do a perception or investigation check on it? You can indeed. Do a perception check. I will I will aid that. Cool, so with advantage. With advantage, thank you. Uh, 21. It's quite easy for you to see, but there is a broken blade in front of the cave. This blade, however, is bigger than any that would be wielded by a creature of medium size. This blade looks like it would have been used by something a bit larger than that. Maybe a, a small giant type, or even a for a giant, medium giant, if that makes sense. Um, there is blood spattered around the blade. Looks like it's quite old, dryedish blood. Um, but sort of coats into the, the hilt of the blade and you can certainly see it spattered across the, the broken shards. Other than that, it just looks like a cave. It it looks old. There's cobwebs hanging from sort of the opening, um, almost covering it completely. And is the cave the path we need to go along or is it on the side side of the path on this? It is definitely in the side of the mountain. You can still see the mountain okay. path. Or mountain pass, I should say, beyond you. Um, do we get a sense that this cave would be so? So, like inside the cave, does it go? Do I see in the dark any like general direction the cave goes into? Do you have dark vision? Uh, I do. Yes. So from what you can see from outside, sort of leaning down on the the horse to look in, you can see that there is definitely a a cavern or a tunnel. Goes in so far and then you can't see beyond that where it goes. Fair enough. Everyone make me a perception check, please. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Under alert because his knackers are freezing off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twelve for this close to a natural twenty as well. <laughs> so, Andy, you begin to hear what sounds like some sort of melody not coming from the cave, but being carried on the wind. And eventually, Dargon, you begin to hear it too. And it's sort of this haunting, very soulful melody. Kirik, eventually the noise reaches your ears and Bothrid too pricks up and turns. And you sort of look, look around in the wind. The minute it just seems to be on the wind 
Slot can sense if it's coming towards us. Oh, sorry, you done for this. You then look to the sky and see what looks like maybe three or four just specks in the sky, seemingly descending closer to where you are. Everyone, get in the cave quick! Uh, There's something coming to us from the sky. I, yeah, I follow Anders' advice. Yeah, I'm going. <clears throat> you all Shoot. have to sort of bend down as you go into the cave. Especially <laughs> you, Dargon. I was about to say, I have to think I have to go on my all fours at that point. Knowing you, you've knocked yourself unconscious and I've got to drag you in. <laughs> <laughs> you all sort of hide into the cave five minutes, ten minutes. Eventually you hear the flapping of wings. And then louder than you've heard it before you hear that melodic song again I need everybody to make me a wisdom saving throw please mm. just the stupid thing of pulling us into a dragon's nest did you say a wisdom check or saving throw uh, wisdom saving throw uh, that is a 17 and I have a plus naught so thank god that was a good roll <laughs> a big fat five Wow, that's a uh, 16. Oh, sorry, that was a... Uh, sorry, that was a check. I did think that was low. Uh, 17. Cool. So, the rest of you, Bart and uh, sort of managed to shake off this strange effect as your your brain seems to become muddled slightly and uh, you instantly become entranced um okay the song itself seems to weave into your brain weave into your body and you feel compelled to exit the cave and you just saw. Do I um, your horse slightly? Can I grab the back of his shoulder or the horse or something? Because oh, he's not he can't be on the horse if we if we had to duck under it. Well, you all sort of you, you it was oh, told yeah, to just yeah, get yeah. you in the cave. Um, okay, yeah. So you, I mean, can I into the cave? You are certainly going to have to dismount, but um, so yeah. As he's trying to move, can I can I grab him? Make some sort of check. Make me a. Dexterity check, please. Or an athletics check, whichever one you wish to do. Uh, athletics, if you don't mind. Because that'll be a 10. So you just miss his collar as he kicks the horse into motion and steps outside. As you step outside and uh, with the horse, you dismount and sort of leave the horse and you walk towards the most beautiful woman in your eyes you've ever seen she stands before you in a simple cloth outfit long flowing red hair piercing green eyes and you now see the melody itself she's singing to you she holds out her arms 
as you move towards her. There's not a lot I can do about it, is there? Not at this moment, no. Uh, I'll fully embrace it then. Shit. Can I, uh, uh, could, could, Matt, could uh, a lesser restoration break what I assume to be some sort of charm that Ander is under? Just to look up. I need to start yeah, doing this easy way. Call, I don't. Yeah, I'm just really going to look at the details of Lesser Restoration. Uh, yeah, hang on a minute. Lesser Restoration. Sorry, right, I so can do can that. I consider myself that. charmed? You are charmed, yes. Yeah. Uh, because I have Lesser Restoration as well. I've never had to use it before. Oh, it's a touch spell anyway. False. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Not to say you can't use it. Uh, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. So it doesn't affect charmed individuals anyway. Uh, fair enough. That's probably going to say for the sake of this thing. Yeah. Fair enough. So yep. uh, you currently have seen Ander walk out, almost in a trance. He has got off his horse. You also now begin to hear the flapping of more wings. Um, I turn. I turn around to uh, Dargon, uh, and I say, "Where's, where's Ander?" He's uh, he he's gone outside. I don't know why. Um, I didn't want to run out there because I thought there was someone coming towards us. So, I mean, I could go. I don't. I don't know. Do we go out there? I tell you what. If there is something out there, can we see what's out there or not? If we say, do you right. wish to try and look? Yeah, I'm going to try and look because if I see something that I think is possibly intelligent, uh, I'm going to use detect thoughts. Okay. As you are, you dismounting your horse at this point. I'm going to dismount my horse. You dismount your horse and just sort of peer out the cave and you see that Ander has now dismounted his horse and is just slowly stumbling slightly as he walks with this dreamy uh, dreamy look on his face walking towards a w abomination of a creature as far as you're concerned. It is very much female in body. From its back sprout these broad eagle-like wings. The hands themselves curl round into sort of very bony talons um, and you can very much see that this creature is singing and it seems to be that singing that is drawing in and uh, and I'm looking, laughing at Smile's face so I think he's just figured out what monster I'll put in <laughs> Well, no, I mean, no, I actually don't. But it's just okay. Dumb. Well, I mean, from 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 what it sounds, it sounds like a siren. But because I've not actually looked into it, fuck ugly one. Well, no, because as they look. They... Concerned, Ander, she is stunning. I was about to say they look yeah, ugly yeah. until supernatural. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, until they actually want to, uh, you know, uh, get you, and then they look, you know, your your best, you know. 
your, your best dream. Um, so I would not know that as Dargon, probably just yet, and I would still have to uh, go for Detect Thoughts. So... Uh, so, if that is admittedly, I mean, I presume you can do it, uh, as long as they're a creature within 30 feet of me, if they are. If not, I can't do it. I will say for the sake of this, they are within 30 feet. Cool. So, I initially learned the surface thoughts of the creature. Uh, what is most on its mind, and in that moment, as an action, you can either shift your attention... Oh, no, that's fine. I just... Yeah, literally, I just need to... So as you reach out with your own mind and that innate arcane ability that seems to come from your fighting nature, um, you do... Your mind just rushes over the consciousness of this creature and you just, almost in your head, hear this whispered voice. Yes, come close. Okay, so can I do anything else after I've done that? For the minute, yes. <laughs> Depending on what you'd like to do. At this point, Ander is probably within about seven feet so of this creature. If I can, I'm going to speak to Kerrick and Bothrid and immediately cast another spell, if I may. What is it a fake creature? Magic missile, straight at that thing. Which I should be <laughs> able to reach, no problem, at 120 feet. It is not strictly a fake creature. Does it? Does that matter? Uh, the reason I ask it is because I would have got an advantage at a safe throw. That's all. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I would have got another chance at a safe throw. Yeah, but it's. But if it's not, it's, I don't. No, it's, it's not strictly a fake creature, no. Cool. So, so I would say I would to like... Kirik and Bothrid and say, "We got to stop him, and we've got to kill them." I dismount the horse, take my shield and my mace, and head out. And everyone, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, and I don't like that. <laughs> 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 so not only am I right Dargon. in front of it, I'm going last. Dargon. Fif oh. uh, Fifteen. Uh, I have a 15, fifteen as well. Okay, do we want to re-roll? Um, both of you just roll again, yet? Yeah. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, Thirteen. So. Cool. What did Bothering get? Bothering got a 19. You beauty. Go on, Bothering. He's a quick boy. So, as you say this, Gargon, uh, Bothering almost launches off the horse, pulls out his javelin of lightning, runs out of the cave, and just flings his javelin towards this creature. 
Hopefully I've got that right. Tell you what, we're going to go over this the map. So don't worry about the map too much in the minute. Yeah, um, that. Don't worry about that one too much in the minute anyway. So as he throws it, he speaks a word. It's not the usual word that you recognise. It's not that hobgoblin language anymore. It almost seems very fluid, very almost melodic in the way he speaks. Um, and you now recognize it as matching some of those whispers he speaks when he sort of creates flowers and creates the vines and stuff instantly this javelin just <laughs> straight onto a bolt of lightning shocks into the creature <laughs> dum dum <laughs> sorry that took me by surprise <laughs> I thought it was an <laughs> um, you just see the lightning sink straight into the creature for a total of Three piercing damage. Three. Three piercing damage. As then the lightning bolt follows, like the path of the uh, the javelin itself, <laughs> spurs into it. So the lightning bolt is four d six. If it fails, a dex saving which it rolled a natural one on, so it's going to be double that damage as well. Nice! Yes! Oh, that's a shame. I, that's the one thing I didn't put on was a lightning thing. I mean, I technically do if I You could use well. the thunder wave. That'll do. Um, and as this lightning bolt hits, it takes 90... My hair goes... As it goes, flies past me. How, how much? 19 points of nice. lightning damage. I thought you said 9-0 then. <laughs> yeah, oh, they've, like, updated, they've updated the combat tracker. Nice. I can, oh, it good. now lets me know when um, creatures are bloodied. So, this creature is now considered bloodied. Oh, yeah. this That's cool, man. Into right, it. We're going full into um, this then. <laughs> and the creature screams this unwieldy scream. As that scream comes out, Ander, you're almost snapped back. Make me another wisdom saving throw, please. This time with advantage. I just said that. 14. So this time you manage to shake your head and come back to yourself. You now see before you the creature that you almost walked directly up to. You see the very elven almost face, hair, torso and body, the feet which almost now scale into almost like almost like dragon legs to be honest. They've got a very bird-like quality to them and then these sort of eagle, hawk, vulture type wings that come out of the back. Um, and for a and second I kind of dip in my mouth just... a little bit because yeah. I was having impure <laughs> thoughts about it beforehand. And uh, um, get back, will you? And with that, Dargon, you're up. Cool, that's me. Uh, how far am I? Uh, how far away am I? I'm going to say at this point, um, you are probably around 10, 15 feet away. 
magic. So I am uh, with shield out going to light Dawnbringer. And I'm going to attack the one that... Is there only one on the ground at the moment? Currently only one on the ground that you can Fabuloso. see. Fabuloso. So we are going to go for uh, a hit with Dawnbringer. Have we lost Danny again? Nope. No, he's okay. back now. I am here, but it was jittery and I did have to reconnect. Ah. That's uh, cool. So, say again, Darwin. Um, 18 to hit. Magic. So, I should have got my... Uh, uh, not undead, yeah? No, not undead. Nearly eight. Uh, ooh, nice. Eight. Uh, so, that is... Uh, what is that? 15 damage. Nice, as you just come forward with Dawnbring and slice into this creature, which again lets out this piercing cry um, as you manage to take both an arm and a wing off in one fell strike. And the creature begins to limp, the wounds cauterized by the sunblade, but just sort of staggers to the side a bit, somehow still alive. Uh, Swing again, because I can. Because why not? Uh, so that will be <laughs> twenty-nine to hit. Might might just do the job. Might might might. Uh, so yeah, uh, nine. So then, how do you want to do this? Well, if I've gone straight for the arm, the arm and the wing, I would suppose it just kind of swings round and then just cuts her head off. There's this cry as she see what's coming, or she she sees what's coming, and then just thump, the head just sort of slowly slides to the ground. Beauty. At this point, you hear the flapping of more wings and a familiar sort of melodic sounds as you look up and you see five. 10, oh, 15, Lord. almost 20 of these creatures now settle on and around the rocks and the mountains around you, all now looking down towards the four of you. Can I can I shout like, you know, get back in the cave, all of you? You can. Kirik, you're up. Uh, are they singing? They are singing of sorts. Sorry, could I have used my, my what, last ten feet to head back towards the cave? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll say you're now back at the mouth of the cave. Okay, cool, thanks. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to kind of just, since I'm at the entrance of the cave at this point, how far away am I from everyone? So, um, Ander is probably the most, the furthest away at this point. Um, still stood within sort of five feet of the dead body, which is about 10, 15 feet away from Dargon, who is at the mouth of the cave, and he's probably about five feet away from you. Bothrid is probably around 10 okay. feet. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Everybody's within 15 feet radius, put it that way. Okay, cool. Um... Uh, sure. Uh, I'm gonna 
as I'm kind of like just keeping uh, position, I'm going to usher everyone in as well, and I'm going to uh, also put my shield towards all of them. I want to cast Beacon of Hope. Um, it's a concentration spell of one minute, um, and so I choose all, all three uh, of the all three of my party members. Uh, you get advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws, uh, and you regain maximum number of hit points for any healing um, without rolling. Uh, so, just in case, I'm going to do that. You should have done that That's the first time. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, quite a high-level spell. <laughs> that's that's a third-level spell, yeah. Um, so yeah, and that lasts for one minute. So yeah, and it's concentration as well. But yeah, yeah, one minute. Uh, okay, that makes sense. It's not last for one yeah. minute. So <laughs> ten rounds. Indeed. Uh, and as a bonus action, uh, there's nothing else I can do. So uh, yeah, I, I will stay uh, at the. Sort of interest in the cave. Uh, maybe keep an eye out for behind me, just deep in the cave. Cool. Um, Gun himself is sort of at the mouth of the cave. Andy, you are furthest or closest to all these creatures as you now look up and see all these very similar creatures look and look down towards you with both hunger and malice in their eyes. What are you doing? Other than shitting myself. Um, <laughs> are they all... <laughs> are they all ranged distance, or are some of them now within melee distance, like landing at my feet type? None of them are within melee distance currently. They are certainly within they're range they're distance, though. They're all kind of circling me, okay. They're not circling, they're all just... So if you imagine looking up at a cliff face almost, they've just landed on yeah. various rocks and various bits out of melee range. It's not to stop you well, trying to target them with a range spell. Uh, yeah, range yeah, attack, yeah. sorry. Ice knife! <laughs> I will... The ice knife isn't going to work, because I suppose they're not all within five feet of each other. It's important yeah, to get no, cold just... damage. But... What I will do is fuck. Do I do that? I'm yeah. I will cast Blade Ward, which is a cantrip. So I trace a sigil of warding in the air. So until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by. Nice. Oh no, scrap that. It's by weapon attacks if they've got claws. That's redundant. Control yeah, um, claws count as a melee weapon. Okay, I'll do that then. So then, and then I will retreat back to the cave. Cool. As per Dagon's request. So, you move your full movement speed into the cave? Well, I will... Yes, yeah, so I'll further enough back into the cave so they have to come into the cave. So hopefully give me an advantage and... I'm going to say in which case you probably move past everyone. full 30 feet and get 15 feet into the tunnel of the cave. Go for it. What were you going to say? Uh, can I... I was going to flip my um, cloak up and be invisible. 
Oh. But can I do that? It... Is that a bonus action? That's an action, isn't it? Uh, to do it initially. Yeah, I think so. So you've used your action to cast Blade Ward. Yeah, I use my cantrip. Yeah, which is an action. Yeah, yeah, it is an action. Yeah, never mind then. Okay, I'm in a cave That's anyway. Right. You're now in the cave. Yeah. At this point, one of them dives down towards Bothrig. Um, Bothrig being the only one left outside now. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And it is going to land next to him and make its attacks. So that's going to be two attacks with the claws. So it's a 19, it's a 22 to hit with the first one. Am 15 I... to hit with the second. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not near him, am I? I mean, You're within about five feet, yeah. I shall use protection. Which means it's disadvantaged, isn't it? On an attack roll, yeah, so. It's only on one, though, isn't it? Only on one, yeah. Right, so one still hits, one misses. That's fine, okay. So then that is 2d4. Takes the full eight damage. Ooh, damn. Oh, shouldn't swim. Um. The second flies down and does the same. First one misses, second one hits for a further five points of damage. And I'm going to say, for the sake of time, three more fly down next to him. And all sort of circle them a little bit. So that is a miss. Mm -hmm. a miss. A natural 20. Ooh, no. Denied. I'll use my ability to deny that. Okay. <laughs> Got a reaction to So, what happens there? <laughs> uh, I, I just have a reaction to. Uh, so, as it becomes a hit. When you're a creature, you can see within. It just becomes a hit. You know? Balls. Second one. Oh, a hit. Did you pick three. this character just to fuck Matt off, or? <laughs> no, Brick clerics are horrible for DMs. To be fair, you but... have like the best anti-DM character. Ever. <laughs> Paladins for you. They are protective tanks, aren't they? So, so only one of them manages to get two hits in, which is eight, twelve. 14 points of damage. Oh, yikes. And the rest just all sort of begin to cackle almost um, in a weird sort of bird like nature. There's just multiple cuts and rents begin to open up on Bothrid. And then it is around to Bothrid's turn. I mean, out of there. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, if it, b b before he does his usual, if we say again, you know, Othrid in the cave now. Othrid has, at this point, already looked around and begrudgingly and almost unwillingly, but he does sort of just use his action to dash back into the cave. He is going to incite an attack of opportunity in doing so from... Um, can't he disengage because he only needs his um, his his movement speed? So he's trying to convince Bothrid. <laughs> I'll say that, yeah, rather than, rather than giving him an attack of opportunity. Yeah, so he does choose to disengage and just runs past you um, back into the cave. As he does so... All of the creatures now land. Um, Dargon, you are still currently outside the cave. Yep. I'm not going to tank this week, he says. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to thunder wave at, so, at second level because there's a lot of them around me. Yes, now we're talking. I see what you were doing. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to get um, Bothrid out of there for a change. <clears throat> the range on Thunderwave. So, 15 foot Fair. cube. 15 foot cube around you, isn't it? Yeah. You will, in your current position, get Kirik. How far do I need to move forwards to not hit Kirik or Ander. Andy will not currently hit because he probably moved about 15 feet in the cave. I'm going to say you need to move about 5-10 feet forward. So if I move... Right next to these creatures. Yeah, if I, if I essentially I'm going to move right up to them to blow it and then I can use the rest of my movement speed to get back into the cave. Can I do that? I yep. will get a tax of opportunity probably I'm assuming at that point. If, unless I knock them to If they've... Yeah, I was going to say. If I don't like it before. <laughs> so, I need... Oh, my good lord. Uh, so, we need a con 12 save from however many I'm going to hit. So. that are within the sort of area around you five of them save five of them fail okay the total hit points uh, damage is 17 as so 17 to everybody that fails yep <laughs> oh yeah you just see this the lightning from Dawnbringer just like and smack my hands together and just suddenly there's this explosion out. It's like you've got a super saiyan. noise and so that was how much damage? 17 if it's a fail. 17 if it's a fail. Yeah. There you go. So we have 9 if have it's a shift a... around. Yes, it is 9. Beauty. I was happy with that roll. 3d8, I like that now. Gonna mm. get rid of Thunderwave. <laughs> I 
At this point, I hate myself for saying it, but every single thing in 300 feet has heard us. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. As long as you don't cause an avalanche <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, that's only if I rolled as some sort of crit fail. <laughs> now, what happens to the... What else happens oh, to the Oh, yes, if fail? they fail. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, they are pushed away ten feet. They're pushed. So as this thunder nice. wave just <laughs> erupts out of Dargon... You see some of them bring their wings around them and sort of take the brunt of it and their wings get a bit frazzled and battered. Those that aren't quick enough just get flung in all directions, some of them smacking against the cliff faces. Um, but it gives you enough room and enough distance to then try and move away. Yeah, so if I've got 20 feet more room, if I can get back into the cave. So you will take an attack opportunity from those that... Yep. Sorry, from two, I'm going to say. Yep. Just while I've got this battle map picture in my mind. So, uh, what's your AC? 18. Both of them miss. I love it. So, if I'm just hol holding my shield in front of me as I then back away from them. So, you're now in the cave. Yeah. Kirik. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to kind of uh, look at one of the one of the ones that just tried to attack uh, Dargon, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on them. Uh, they need to make the dexterity fif uh, dexterity 15 saving throw, please. Fails. Cool. Uh, so they were going to take. Uh, seven points of radiant damage. As this, this holy, <laughs> this holy golden flame just erupts around them, and you hear sort of just that <laughs> scream. I almost did my own voice in there. Um, um, <laughs> as the fire burns, and you see feathers begin to sort uh, of frazzle away. And as a bonus action, I will uh, look at. Um, Bothrid, and I'm going to cast Healing Word uh, for because of Beacon of Hope. That's going to be a total of 12 points of healing. Straight out of nice. the bat. As you, and that's a touch spell, range spell? That's a range spell, yeah. Healing Word's a, t a range. So you just uh, turn, grab your holy... you got a holy symbol around your neck, I remember you said, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Net, and just yeah, sort of this glow necklace. Yeah. appear. Glow appears around Bothrid, and some of the cuts that have appeared just begin to heal up. There's still a couple, but for the most part, he's looking a lot better than he was. And I start. Cool. Uh, I, I move. I move ten feet into the cave, uh, still keeping cool. an eye on uh, Dargon, so that I can still see him. That's my turn. Cool. And uh, Miss Kirik sort of so, steps back past you. Yeah. Is there a creature within my sight, or do I need to move to the mouth of the cave to see? You can still see a couple of them just outside the mouth of the cave. Which, the, whatever one is closest to Dargon or Bothrid, is, is one of them. I know Dargon has just made everyone sort of blow away, but is there one still near Bothrid or not? No, Bothrid's in the cave. Cool. Um, the one that Kirik has just attacked. 
Mm-hmm. I will pitch a value of lab, but I'm basically just going to attack one with Ray of Six. Can I with a cock eight to hit will not hit <sighs> hell of a contribution from me so <laughs> unless I can use a lucky point to have another go give myself an advantage on Push the roll that's what bash of that I've still wasted a spell slot though haven't I no not yet because I'm still using my advantage I've got to roll the exact same again. <laughs> oh, man. Unlucky, mate. Go back to your dice, mate. Me done, pal. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. You're still buzzed after. <laughs> yeah. You moving into the cave, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'll then... Your connection's shocking, mate. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm doing it on a fucking iPad, do not I? <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking out of Now go back into the cave a little bit where it's dark. Cool. cool. So you probably sort of, at this point, you're, you're back into the cave with uh, with Kirik and Bothrid at this point. The creatures themselves begin to sort of crowd round the entrance to the cave. None of them at this point set foot in. They just all wait outside. Interesting. Mm. Bothrid at this point turns, having seen them group, uh, group, group outside the cave. And you can see in his face, there's that hint of rage, sort of a, his eyes twitching. Almost as if he's deliberating exactly what he wants to do. Instead, he places his hand on the wall of the cave and vines, weeds um, all begin to sprout out from the ground and they reach up to a height where he is almost totally blocked off the entrance to the cave now and made it extremely difficult terrain to cross. At this point the light in the cave becomes very 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 dark. It's almost impossible to see the thin shafts of light. There was already not a lot of light coming out from the outside from the morning. Um, Does Dawnbringer give off any normal light? I know I can see quite a long way when I'm holding Dawnbringer. Yes, Dawnbringer is a sunblade so that will almost give full natural light good point so um, as this done Dawnbringer almost glows brighter um, and you can now see I'm going to say for the sake of this you can see about 40 50 feet around you Bothrid turns to you all and says what doing cannot hold for long is that all he does that's all he does. <clears throat> so my video cut out, so I'm assuming Buffard's made like a flower wall. Yeah, so Buffard's made this vine yeah. wall, and he's yeah. still got his hand against the, the cave wall. He's just turned to you and, and in his hobgoblin voice said, What doing? 
cannot hold for long. Uh, so, if it's, if, it's my, if it's my go next... It's Kirit's go next. No, no, sorry, it's Dargon's go next. It is my go. So if I can look into... Can I, can I then look around the cave? I've, we've got a momentary period where potentially not going to get attacked, or very unlikely. Can I have a glance behind the cave, see if I can see anything? Bearing in mind that I am holding Dill and Bringer, so I will have a lot more that I can see. Yeah. So, bear with me. Please hold caller. reason why I'm doing that is so I can get... <clears throat> so, hang on a minute. So, we like... Right then. Do you think we can get out of here any other way? Or we are going to have to fight our way out of this, boys? So, I turn around and I'm starting to look out. <clears throat> Let's see what I can see. And so, we're not... We can't see a way out into the through the cave, can we? Well, we're possibly about to find out, because um, we haven't really looked before, so we're going to get the information from when I can see Dawn, uh, when I, what I can see with Dawnbringer. Uh, obviously, we're either going to have to fight, unfortunately, 10, 10, half, <laughs> almost 20, blooded, or 20. Yeah, we're, we're, we're probably going the other way. Yeah, that's a big no. <laughs> I'll do you. Hmm. Dargon, you've seen do you think we can beat him? this cave. I know you're on a team's call. Yeah, don't worry. You'll you'll tell me why I know. <laughs> do you think we can beat him? And they're pretty low, but I mean, oh, 20 of them? Yeah, that's gonna hurt. Without us having any area of effect stuff, it's gonna be tough. Fireball will become got... real useful right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I have like, I have a, I have a lesser, you know, I have a lower level spell of Thunder Wave, and I can use that a bunch of times. But other than that, that is it. You know, I don't really have anything else yeah. that's particularly useful. So let's try and escape through the cave then. Yeah. Um, Matt, do you mind moving it a little further to your left? I will bring it up so that you can see. We now, ladies and gentlemen, can see this. Cool. So we've currently got. I'm marking blue. It's like the cave from Pokemon have... Blue. <laughs> <laughs> You've currently got. Uh, I think we said sort of under Bothrid. Um, in fact, Bothrid's over by the wall of the cave. I'm going to write you guys bigger because technically you guys all take about five feet. And um, we'll say Dargon's there and Kirk's yeah. about here. The tangle itself, so if you imagine the, the cave itself sort of comes to a bit of a, a point there. There's all these entanglement of vines over here, which you can't see because they're just off screen. Mm -hmm. There you go. So there you go. Looks like a bit of a weird nipple now, but <laughs> so that's where you are. So Dargon, as you now turn and look up the cave, you certainly see that the the cave itself extends forward. You also see another route that extends around to the left. <clears throat> All right then, we got. 
two ways to go now. Straight down. And there's also a passageway to the left. Who, uh, who doesn't want to fight these creatures and who wants to go and see what the hell's inside this bloody cave? I say okay with this yeah, let's take our chances, I think, boys. Is there can we all see that the Dolbrin is Radiant Light, or is it just Dargon? Uh, I think it's just me, unfortunately. You can see 30 or 40 feet. So, so um, yeah, you can probably see the extent of of what's, what's on your screen, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> is there anything we can easy. use to... Is there anything we can use to stop these bloody things from following us? Can we set the vines on fire? Is that going to help? Is that going to help? Or oh no! Or will as soon as he stops concentrating, will they disappear? Yeah, Buffett turns and says, "If I stop, vines go." Anything we can use to take these bloody cave wall down, or is that going to be too dangerous? Maybe a perception check. Okey dokey. How do you feel about using Thunderwave again? <laughs> fifteen. So with the fifteen, like you look again. around the mouth of this cave. You do get the feeling that with enough force, you could probably collapse the mouth of the cave, make it. Are we talking? Are we talking physical impossible. force? As in, as in, you know, just my brute strength and as some advantage. <laughs> what about if it's you could try with brute strength? There could. If you've got a magical effect to almost cause, I mean, okay, so yeah, I mean, so I mean, we've got booming blade, which I could use at will. Um, if we want to, if if we're saying that thunder damage can make have that effect, booming blade thunder wave would not work because it has to target a creature. Uh, and then magic missile, if I want to like just fire it straight up at the roof and see if it'll crumble and do something like that, I don't know. Um, Bearing in mind that magic missile doesn't have to hit an AC, so we don't have to worry about the AC of the wall. We can just literally give it damage. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it's going to have to be Thunderwave and hope that everyone, you know, I can tell everyone to get the hell out of it first. Other than that, I got nothing. Apart from brute strength. Mm, yeah. Any ideas, At this boys? point, you begin to see a sort of bead of sweat just trickle down Bothrid's face, almost as if he's um, concentrating extra hard at this point. Is there anything so around to build a big fire? The only thing you can think to set a light at the minute would be the vines at the mouth of the cave. Around you, it's, it's very rocky, muddy path, really. It's just like a dirt rubble path. All right then, Ander. I think setting it alight, that's going to be your best job. Kirik, what were you saying? Uh, I, I was I was just asking, so we can't see the light from Dawnbringer, is that, is that what I understood? Yeah, you can see the light from Dawnbringer, you can see... Oh, okay. You can see, basically you can see 40, 50 area. feet, I can, yeah, I can see 120 feet, so I can technically see further, yeah. but oh, okay. it's, just a straight, it's just a straight corridor. So, I, I can't see, see on the corner. Um... <laughs> and uh, can you uh, can you light the vines? Well, we didn't we say when as soon as Bofford stops concentrating, the vines will disappear anyway. So even if I set yeah. them on fire, they'll be gone as soon as he starts to walk off. Hmm. 
Right, uh, can I try... Getting in. Can't we? They weren't getting in the... before. Can I, can I can't you the, the vines go, you thunder wave them and then we run. Fuck it, let's do it. Samar, so what were you trying to say, sorry mate? Uh, I was just wondering if I could, uh, because I noticed that they weren't stepping in. Do I notice any, do I sense any magical kind of barrier of some sort preventing these creatures from coming in? Or... Maybe an arcana check. Oh dear, okay. Uh, I this because I'm quite good at arcana checks. Ah, oh, never mind. It's quite a good check. You can place your hand on his if you wanted to. Um, but with a 16, from what you feel, there is magic somewhere around, but it doesn't seem to be concentrated on the cave entrance at all. Okay. Well then, I get out of the way then. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, everyone, get get back. <clears throat> Including you, Bothrid, when I say. So I'm going to say Kirit moves to about here. And then follow suit. Bothrid begins to slowly step back, and as he steps back, you begin to see the vines themselves start to shrink and disentangle the uh, entrance. If I believe that the vines are going to any way reduce Thunderwave, I'm going to wait until they have gone, unless we, unless they, unless they are going to be as damaging straight through. At this point, the vines just shrink away, and a couple cool. of the creatures so, step forward from the mouth of the cave. Right, so I go for it. <clears throat> Thunderwave, first level, uh, con 12 for anything within uh, what we're going to call that seven or eight feet of me. So both creatures fail. Lovely. So they take unfortunately only eight damage but I will use my movement speed to then run back. 30 feet. And they get pushed anyway, don't so, they? They, get they do pushed get anyway, pushed. Yeah. And as this thunder wave just erupts out of Dargon, we're we doing the sound effects. Yeah, we are. That's cool. You see their eyes go wide as they are flung. One of them hits the side of the cave, the thunder wave itself strikes into the side of the cave and there's this slow rumbling and then all of a sudden just all the rocks tumble down doggone make me an athletics check oh I'm good at them uh, that is a 22 doggone almost in a sprint having just oh cast Thunderwave turned runs and almost just dives as these rocks just collapse as the dust settles. There are no creatures. You do see what looks like a wing maybe sticking out from the rocks. Um, the entrance itself is now totally blocked. It certainly doesn't look like you're coming out or 
going to be able to get out for for now, at least. I hope that wasn't our only way out. And we so are now not. in the cave. I hope so too. Better than say. death. Shit. Hi. Dog on you, I know about there. Yep. And then. I'm just gonna put a load of bouldery rocks now here. Swear I was gonna draw something else at that point. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um. Are we sort of combat. out of initiative? So yeah, cool. Um, can I move to um, where I can see down both corridors and look down both corridors? I yeah, I wanted to do that as well. So, so in which case, what I will do, I'll change. Oh shit! I'm not dropping pens. I'll change this to P for party. Um. Kirik first. Your vision is... You've got dark vision, correct? Correct. So you can see 60 feet in dim light or in darkness, can't you? Uh, yeah, in darkness as if it's dim light. So, Kirik, you can... Oh, sorry. 15, 25, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to 30, that one. Kirik, this is probably the extent of what you, you see. <coughs> So you see that there is very much a cave tunnel that continues on to the south, we shall say, for the sake of this map. Um, although technically it's probably to the east if we were doing orientation that way, but for the sake of this, we'll say up is north. Um, so down, and then you can see the cave sort of extends down to or sort of beyond in front of you and bends around a little bit. And that's about as far as you can see around there as well. Uh, cool. So I'm going to look back uh, to the rocks and then I'm going to turn to the rest of the party. I'm going to say, we might as well just get some distance from this entrance now. Do we, is it getting like warmer here? Or is it not a discernible difference? It's because it's sheltered from the wind and now you've dropped a load of rocks, it is definitely sheltered from the wind. It feels slightly warmer, because you've not got that wind chill effect. Um, yeah. So there's not that bitterness to the air. It's still still chilly, though. You're still in the mountains. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I basically suggest we should head to the away from away from the entrance, as as much away from the entrance as we can. So which way are you saying? Are we going to go south or west? Uh, east, uh, west, yeah. Yeah. Want to get out of line of sight or anything? Yeah. Cool. Dargon would not. Yep. Let's go. So you all begin to head sort of along this passage and down. We'll see when you get to about there.
Um, Andy, you haven't got dark vision, have you? I'm thinking about lighting my sword. Well, you can see Which 40 feet me. with Dawnbringer. I've still lit Dawnbringer, so... Okay, I'll just stick close just... to Dagon then, so I can... Yeah, because my sword, it gives me 40, 40 foot bright light and then an extra 40 foot dim. If you want, if you want to do that, because okay. I'm only giving you forty foot light, if I understand. Yeah, that correctly. I'll, I'll light my rapier, please. So I'm actually going to say, for the sake of that, then, as you now bring out this light, you can see ahead of you, and you also begin to hear the sound of falling water, rushing water, if you like. And. As you look forwards into the cave, the flickering light of both um, the flame tongue rapier and then the sun sort of quite just static light of uh, Dawnbringer, you see what is quite clearly a body on the floor and there is the sounds of water coming sort of down to the south as this map is orientated, or oriented I should say, and then it looks like there is an old burnt out campfire and what looks like may have been a camp slightly further forward um i i approach the book um is it uh, uh, very cool yeah is it very clearly dead um, yeah yeah uh, yeah, cool. can we make an investigation check uh, around that area? Yeah. So I'm going to say to Kirik, I'm not going to ask you to make me a check. This is quite clearly dead. There is what looks like, it looks like the head has been slammed against the floor and there's just this blood pool, which, let me just move the map slightly, sorry. There we go, you can see this blood pool just dried probably months old based on your assessment um, whoever wants to investigate the room make me investigation check okay I will uh, I will too 14 the creakiest door in the world this door in the world <laughs> <laughs> Or the most sensitive microphone in the world. Well, no, yeah. it's just a creaky ass dog. That, that, yeah, that was a creaky ass dog because he's whispering. <laughs> it is really. Um, instead of look, instead of looking uh, at the room, I want to uh, see if this, see if I can identify, um, like the race of this individual, and see if they stay still carrying anything on them. Make me a nature check first. Nature check. Uh... Dargon, what was your investigation check? It's um, 14, if I recall correctly. So with the 14, just while we're doing that nature check, you look around the room, you see a small pool of water being fed by a, a relatively small waterfall. Um, and the pool of water seems to... It doesn't grow larger than, than what it is. It looks like there's probably an underground outlet somewhere for this water wherever it goes um, as you look around the burnt out campfire you see what look like almost like explosion marks 
It's not moved. Kirik, your next check. Uh, that would be a 17. So, despite the decomposition of the, the body, it's quite clearly elven. You get the form, it's possibly a wood elf, but you can't quite discern whether it is or not. Um, but there's, it's definitely elven features. Cool. Ander, what are you doing this point? at this point? I'm not sure what to do. I want to go on the dead body and certainly take off, his, off the dead guy. Cool. Um, so you pat down the body. There's an old dagger. Um, you find a, a small pouch, looks like it would be a coin purse. And you also find a bloody bit of paper. Now, at this point, yeah, I was searching. I've, I've changed my ways now. I was searching in more for clues rather than to steal. But if he had something good, I probably would have took it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't can't change your stripes that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I have now just got to find where I saved stuff. He seems to have been an explorer. Ooh, gold! Yoink! Hey, thank you all. I've sent it to you as a picture. So you find the parchment with blood splotches on the page. Yeah. What looks um, if like. If you wish to share that with the group, I can open it up. Yeah, I'd like to show the group. I think I found a clue. Cool. Some Indian, Indiana Jones shit. Can I check to see if you I can, can discern the what the runes are? Give it a minute. Um, he had a dag on him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Chinese runic symbols. Can I see if I recognise? Let me just see if I can shrink that down so you guys can see it better. I'm essentially, yeah, it's essentially a game of mahjong. Dargon looks at it and just goes, "That guy was clearly bloody deranged." I don't know any doors. It's clearly written very rudimentarily in blood. Um, Not a certain language or the symbols. Make me a. I'm going to say religion, history. Yeah, religion or history check, please. Can I do that as well? Yep. I only got a 10, so yeah. I'm rolling like a dick. Uh, what did you say, sorry? Religion? Religion or history. Yeah. 
they're both the same. Uh, let's go with religion. Uh, 16. I'll do. You both look at the, the runes, the language on here. Nothing comes to mind for either of you. Okay. I will obviously pocket it for later because I've got the feeling this man might have been looking for, I don't know, a hidden treasure down here. This might, might come in very useful as we get through the cave. Trust you cool. think of I will now upload that image into Teams for us. If you do that, I'll right, do that in a minute once that loads. Cool. So back into the cave. Alright. Um, what are we thinking? Do you want to head further in? Yes, let's, let's head further in. I would so say that I go near the pool. Sort of further into this cavern, you've got a route that goes down south again, or you've got a route that goes further west. Um, we'll say as you get to there. Um, sorry, not there. And there's no I'll trail of blood leading either one direction, is there? You don't see any blood, no. Okay. But there we go. That's what we can currently see. Alright. Uh, ignore that little line at the bottom here. That's just where I tried to draw a box and it failed miserably. Well done there. Are any of these ways on a gradient? Are we going down, as in going back down the, the mountain it's pass, essentially? feels like you are going down in terms of like into the mountain range but down almost underground slightly hmm. so I was trying to see if there's a direction we could go where we're not get, doubling back on ourselves too much but still trying to make some forward progress at least um uh, well, it looks like we only got the two choices. Let's uh, flip a coin. Is it where the waterfall? Where that comes from? Is it possible to climb up the waterfall? Does it go into anywhere? You, look to you the just top like to piss your DM waterfall. off, don't you? <laughs> this one, this this dungeon's planned. <laughs> so, as you look to the top of the waterfall, it actually almost just bursts out of a, a smallish gap. It okay. looks, it'd be very difficult for you guys to try and even fit through there, and you're definitely not getting dialed on through, even if either of you could manage to somehow <laughs> squeeze your way through. Right, the, the new image is up on Teams. Brilliant. Uh, I um, yeah, if I'm just going to pop back to that, if you don't mind, guys, so that I can just grab it. And while you're doing that, I shall have another test in my compass box. Uh, what's it called? Uh, bloody parchment. It might take a second okay. to load, mind you. Yeah. 
Oh, that's just downloads. Oh, I'm being an idiot. Bear with. What should we have today? Bloody parchment. There it is. Let's go for spice tree. I like these because they're almost in true D&D fashion. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's cool. I like. It's nice. I think you bought those. It's very nice. likely that we get lost <clears throat> yep I'm with you okay lead the way do you head further forward you come to the bend around even further to the north. Oh, Jesus. Keep going, I guess. Yeah? Yep. Yep. You come around the corner. And let's just shift that to where you can see. Oh, yeah, I probably need to zoom out on my end as well. Sorry. See if I can do that for a second. A bit of a greater view, Matt. It's fine, I've managed to erase the P. There you go, you can zoom in a little, little more. So you follow it round. And you see the cavern sort of open up a bit as it then bends down to the south from where you are. Still following it around? Yep. Cool. I think so. We get about there. That was really interesting how that fucked that up. Um, we'll re enter it in a minute. Okay. Get to about there, you see now it south, and you see before you a door. Uh, this, does, does it look like a regular door with like a keyhole or something? Or Do you want to step forward close to the door? Yeah, sure. I'll step in. Oh, hey, let's not do that. And just show the rest of them out. Why don't we? It's just control Z. No one. No one. No one's looking. It's fine. There's it's fine. nothing else you can really see, especially on that. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the beat is whiteboard. So. Oh yeah. You guys will move up to there. As you just basically inspect the door, you see no keyhole. You actually don't see any seam where it may open. 
Hmm. Okay, uh, investigation check on the door to see if there's anything um, unusual, considering we can't see a split or an opening in the door. Roll me an investigation check. I... <laughs> Eight. Eight. Yeah. So the only thing you were able to discern on the door is what looks probably about waist height to be a small circle. Okay, I can see a small circle. And I tell the rest of the group that I can't see anything else. And I can can I get out circle. my piece of paper and see if I can see any of matching symbols on the door? You take out the piece of paper... Currently, you see nothing else on the door. The door itself is... Um, it's got a bit of a golden arch at the top. There's these golden pillars at the bottom. The rest of it is just very... flatly polished stone. Can I take out my knife, cut my finger, and copy the pictures on the paper and write them on the door. See if that does anything. There's a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that won't me. open the door. <laughs> but so you take this is where we find out I've got haemophilia and I die. <laughs> <laughs> As you place your bloodied finger onto the door there is a sudden surge of energy and you are thrown back ten feet and I need you to take <laughs> five points of force damage. Yay. However, as this happens... The door then begins to glow slightly and patterns begin to form. Somewhat familiar patterns begin to form underneath an initial pattern. And this is where give the game away slightly. It's fine, you can show it now. You might just need to zoom out to show the whole thing. Yeah, just give me two seconds while I find it and I just move it around. So I will sure move it like that. There we go. So towards the top of the door, you get these geometric type shapes appear. One line and a second shorter line. They glow with this bluish glow behind them. And then in simple, it almost looks like chalk magically writing on the polished stone these two lines of runes extend above the circle huh. and I'm loving the faces right now <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do we have to touch the right symbols in the right order and I have no bloody idea what I've no bloody idea what's at the top of that. 
anyone speak that? I don't think so. I swear the second nope. line at the top says bleed. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to do something really stupid here, but I'm now going to not cut my hand, but touch the door. Where are you touching the door? Inside the circle. As you touch the circle, nothing happens. Okay. I think we all need to bleed for the door to open. Ah, yeah, but you were thrown back when you tried that. I ain't doing that. I ain't dumb. Uh, I am, but, you know. <laughs> um, do you mind if I bring back the um, the chart, boys? We all, uh, all yeah, a, no, please. Should we all have a look? Let's all have a look. Cool, right. Well, I've learnt nothing. So there is <laughs> the same symbols on here that are on the door. And blood made the symbols appear. Uh, I mean, where, okay, I mean, I'm going to have to come Where the symbols are in chalk, did you say? Say again. Did you say, where the sim did you say the symbols have appeared in like a chalky writing? It looks yeah, like so I mean, almost describing them out in some magical format, one by one. It, so not the top. Not, trace over them with my bloody. Was I say, what, so 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 not the not the top runes, but the bottom ones are in chalk. The top ones are different. Yeah. is that right? So yeah. so, so I mean, touching the door again with your bloody finger. I'm gonna because I'm thinking if I go from left to right, if I touch them in the order that they're in that square. So starting with the one at the top left to the three stripes. The minute your bloodied finger touches the stone door, you feel another surge of energy. You are thrown backwards <laughs> ten times. Oh no! <laughs> another five points of force damage. <laughs> okay, right. So okay, so that was that was him touching the three lines. Yeah. That was him so touching so just one of the runes with his bloodied finger. Yeah, but what I want to clarify is that one of the runes or the three lines. As in, okay, we're probably not going to know that. Um, so I now take out what um, he was trying to touch. Sorry, he was just trying to touch those chalk-like runes. Yeah. So I am going to take out. I mean, Christ, what the hell have I got? Do you know? What? I'm just going to slide a finger up, you know, up one of my hand axes. So I've now got a bloodied finger. And I'm going to write inside the circle three lines. As your bloody finger touches the door, <laughs> there is a surge of energy. Hey. Ten feet. Yeah, boy. Six points of force damage. Six. <laughs> um, would I, from my studies of uh, Nilnin? have come across any sort of all my studies in the um, temple anyway uh, any sort of 
runes that resemble this. Do something stupid here for a minute. Bear with me. I've had. I'm gonna say, roll me a history check, please. History check. Uh, That is a 17, Matt. So with the 17, there are legends of a secret language used by the three kings, the three brother kings. Only one rune was ever known to you. It is the fourth one in on the top line fourth from the left fourth one in on the top line yeah the goalpost the goalpost the goalpost the one that looks like goalpost with like a bent bent one um in your notes you just have the letter d written next to it dun 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 d <laughs> d delta d for delta i have an idea if blood made the door repel me, can I go back to the waterfall to get some water to then put water on the door? Because I'm thinking blood, death, opposite of that might be water. Is that what you'd like no, to do? I think, yeah, I'm going to try some water. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get anywhere here, so... Maybe, uh, so maybe... Yeah, go back to the waterfall and I want to kind of look around the waterfall, see if there's the same type of engravings on it. Um, okay, so I, I'm just going to say that, I mean, I don't know what Bother is going to do, but you guys go off there. I am going to stand there and with a slight bit of frustration, I'm going to, with the other hand that's not bloody, to punch it. Just because I'm okay. <laughs> So, Amber and Kirik disappear back off around um, and eventually get back into the world. Dargon, you go forward and punch into the wall. I need you to make me a strength check, please. Strength check. So that's just my plus five modifier, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be 23. Because I'm pissed I just got hurt by a fucking door. So, you slam your fist into this, um, into the door. The circle itself almost seems to, it looks like it, the whole door shakes. The circle itself looks like it shakes slightly separately, almost as if there is a seam around that circle and something may or may not be inside of it. However, despite your strength and welling into this door, no damage itself. But we're saying that I notice the fact that that happens. Yeah, it almost looks like it could be... Okay, so can I make uh, a check that you... Can I make a check then that I... 
I'd like to do two things. Uh, you can tell me whether I can do both. I'd like to put my hand up against it, and I'd like to either twist to see if it turns, or push to see whether it also actually sort of, you know, does anything. Which hand are you putting on? Uh, right hand, unbloodied. Which hand? Unbloodied, right. As you touch yeah. with your unbloodied hand, yeah. this time there is no surge of energy. Yeah. The circle itself does twist, okay. but does not push in. Right. But as you twist, it just looks like it will just continually twist and twist okay. and twist. Uh, I try the other hand. With the blood on? Didn't I try that before? I think I'm just going to smack back again. Yeah, as you touch <laughs> your bloody hand to the door, despite where you put it, yeah. serves your energy, you're thrown back 10 feet, and you take 8 points of force damage. Yeah, and so you are currently at the I'm, waterfall. I'm not going to do that and again. And you don't know any of that, this just happened to Dargon. Yeah. You may have heard okay. the sort of surge of energy in it. And the, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle at this point is just sat down, sort of playing with his javelin. Clearly, too stupid. He's just sat there thinking, "I'll leave this to the intelligent beings." And the, back to you guys. I still want to try my water idea, but going back to the dead body where I got the clue from, there was only the coin purse, the dagger, and the note. Is there anything special mm-hmm. about the dagger? The only thing you can discern from the dagger is that there is dried blood on the tip. So he tried the same as you. Yeah. Does the coin purse have anything else in it other than coins? Like weird jewels or keys? As you open up the coin purse, a single diamond falls out. I'll have that. I was about to say, no one's going to know about that. <laughs> Not in Ender's hands. <laughs> Didn't Kirik say you could do something snazzy with a diamond? I could. If it's worth 500 gold pieces, I can revivify. Well, we'll find out. You've got to win off me in a game of three card ante first, but yeah. Let's hope we don't have to find out, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have it prepared because I was like, I don't have a diamond, I don't need it. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, do I do I uh, notice any uh, similar engravings on the uh, fountain? It's not a fountain, it's a waterfall, but as you look... Uh, sorry, just yeah. a simple pool. Just a simple pool of water. Okay. You're gonna grab. Um, water certainly, looks more like a geographical feature or geological feature than it does magical. Ooh, can I? Uh, sure. Can I taste some of the water? This is a mistake. This is a mistake. <laughs> you knew that as you were saying it. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, no, but it's what he would do for sure. <laughs> so you see, Andy, you see Kirik reach down, sort of cup his hands into the water, lift it. Kirik, as you taste the water, it tastes almost sweet. And okay. remind me of your hit point situation. 
Oh god. Uh, 66. <laughs> In total. And you've not lost any health yet. Nope. You feel just a warm glow in your body. Nothing else happens. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Um, Can So what, what has happened to you there, Kirik? You seem you seemed affected by the water. What happened? Uh just those very sweet doesn't make much sense um, did it feel like it energised you like it's a potentially healing water uh, would I would I know but would I understand the warm of the warm glow in the body to be some sort of healing property from the way you understand your magical properties and your healing properties, every time you heal or you have been healed, you have very much felt that warm glow. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say to Ander, uh, I, I believe if I if I had um, taken any damage, I, this probably would do something like that. Um, just what I wanted to hear. And with that, I turn around and put the dead guy in the water. See if he comes back to life. He <laughs> <laughs> might be a Lazarus pit. You don't know. <laughs> so you see Ander literally just pick this decaying elven body up and throw it into the water. It lands in the no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And Paul just beats the body and the body starts to roll in the water a little bit. You can see just sort of the decaying flesh floating off, yeah. and then just <laughs> oh, so undignified. The water eventually becomes spoiled with all guts and gore. <laughs> oh. oh man, I'm so glad I stayed. Well, that, the well, that doesn't seem to have worked. No, I hope you filled your water skin up before I did that. Uh, I was just about to. Well, I fucking love this game. Guess we're heading back. <laughs> um, I can love it. Did you did you find anything else on the body before you threw it in the water? Just a little diamond. I was hoping to find more clues, but. Nah, just a little diamond. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Danny, you've done me on that one. <laughs> Do you know what? I thought I was, that was going to be a, a bing inspiration. I've solved inspiration it. point, yeah. I was about to mic drop and walk off and all. I thought, I've solved it. See you later, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. After this game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, I think um, uh, we're, we're heading off. Um... Oh no, I've already peeked like on, on the south side, so I know that I don't see anything different. I Remember, will. just to come back to the map, back in that room, there is that other passageway south. Yeah. Should we go get the others and head down this uh, two birds, one stone? That's what I thought I was doing with the dead guy in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should we go get the uh, others and uh, try this yeah, different probably, passageway? Yeah, See if we can come at it from some... the back. My only worry is, 
is it keeping us out or is it keeping something in? Ooh, that's a good point. You're not there. I know that. Um, I'm fine. It's a hell of an echo in the cave. <laughs> yeah, just the yeah, you can hear muffled voices um, coming from further up the cave, but you can't. New. No. I think if I think if we explore down south here and see if there are any passages that are not blocked directly by doors, and maybe cool. can so you two run some... back, Karananda. I've just had a thought. When we do get back to the group, I would like to ask Bothrid whether he can work his magic to see if he can get vines under the door to lift it or around it to pull it off okay so you both rejoin Dargon and Bothrid you see Dargon just sort of picking himself up off the floor rubbing his wrist slightly um, you heard the thump and then the as he got shocked off the door he sort of just shrug at him shake your head you turn to Bothrid and ask this of Bothrid. Bothrid looks and says, Can try. And he goes and he sits cross legged in front of the door and just places his hands either side of him, well, either side of his knees, just on the floor and closes his eyes for a second. And you see the ground itself sort of part slightly under his fingers. And then his hands just come up, he turns and says, Magic, not go past door. Okay. Uh, I, I, I tell Ender, uh, could I uh, have a look at that piece of paper again? Yeah, I hand it to him. Uh, that's the button. Um, Cool. So, oh god. Uh, without kind of um, cutting my hand, uh, could I just try something? Uh, could I try and touch on the lines underneath? Uh, can I touch second line, two, three, four, fifth symbol? It's kind of like the pi symbol. I'll just place, kind of, I place my hand over it. As you do so, the first glowing geometric shape on that top line, the glow diminishes. We've got it. Um, okay, so then... I kind of look, oh, yeah, look which, at the others. Which one's next? <laughs> I kind of look at the others and I say, I think I've got this. Um, How did you know so which symbol to press? Uh, I'm following along. And I kind of explain that the uh, rule, the thing on the top will match the let letters. Uh, at the bottom. So if I then touch the... Uh, God, where is it? First line. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ninth symbol. 
Yep, and as you touch that, the second rune, uh, the second geometric shape, sorry, at the top, glow dies. Do, as you touch each do, of these runes, by the way, they do glow red slightly. I'm trying to follow which ones you're pressing. <laughs> Fuck me. I still don't get how so, you figured it out. I'm so, basically, basically what I'm doing, so the first one is the kind of I saw, like... I saw, uh, I saw the pie symbol the in dot, the cross. Right? Yeah. yeah. So then the second symbol is uh, on the first uh, kind of tic-tac-toe uh, bottom right. Because it... So the, the lines of the top... Are equal to the lines of a tic tac toe. Oh my That's god. That's what it assumed. Anyway. So if they have a dot, we just need to press the dotted ones. Oh on yeah, I'm with you. Like cracked it? Fucking hell, mate. So far. Uh, okay. I'm with you. So if you want me to go. I mean to go through so that the top line is the shapes of, of the grid itself, yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yes. and then the bottom one is the letters we need to press. Uh first line one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. It's like the A. Um yep. <laughs> third one. Thanks for that. Uh, and then I can't see the next one. I'm sorry, do you need me to oh, zoom uh, Oh yeah, first line is the one right next to the A. When you touch that, the glow diminishes up top. Uh, where am I? I lost track. Okay, uh, so then... Uh, ooh, hello, these look very similar now. Uh, second line, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh symbol? Yes. Sorry. And the glow. Alright. Um, so then we're onto the full square. Which would be Where is it? The full square. Uh, yeah, so on the top I'm on the full square, which means it will be Oh, uh, one, two, three, four, fifth symbol on the first line. Glow diminishes. Oh. Uh, uh, second one, one second on the second in. line. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> one's like? Sorry. Uh, second on the symbol on a remote. Sideways. Yeah. So second, second line, second uh, symbol. Second line, second symbol. The same uh, Roger that. Yeah. I believe so. Anyway. Yeah. I think so. Uh, yes. Sorry. You're right. Got flies. We're gonna blow up then. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right, and then, I got ahead of myself, sorry. Was you just building I'm following my current 
I'm, I'm following my character, and I haven't got a fucking clue what you guys are doing. <laughs> what? Uh, then it'll be second line, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth symbol. Yep, glow dies. And then <laughs> tenth symbol on the second line. Nope, uh, nope, no, no, correct that. Um, second line, one, two, three, four, five, sixth symbol. That's the root, that's the, the whole symbols of the top hole one. The glow has gone from each of them. You can still see the geometric shapes, but that blue glow behind them has gone. Roger that. So then it's uh, first line, second symbol. Third touch. Yep. Uh, gosh. Um, where's the other one? Where's the next one? Uh, first line one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelfth. Then back to the second line, second. Yeah, second line, second uh, symbol, twice. And then fourth on the first sim on the first uh, line. As you touch that final symbol and all the glow go out, you hear a rumble and then a grating of stone. Dargon, where you spun that circle, you see it now begin to turn and eventually it sort of unscrews itself and before you now there is almost like a pad with the shape of a hand in it and in the middle is a singular needle point spike I look at Ender immediately <laughs> <laughs> you had the idea it was just Bit too early. Can we all land on that pocket? I'm gonna hide on this pad. The spike shoots up through your hand, opens out, clamps down onto your hand. Oh, fuck. You instantly take <laughs> six points of damage. Christ, how much HP have you got to do with <laughs> Your blood begins I've to got fill now. the pool. The spike then retracts from your hand. You lift your hand away. The blood itself almost looks like it dissolves into the pad slightly. Then you hear this whirring sound. A bolt of lightning shoots out into you. I need you oh, to make God. a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 13. The D&D &D um, dice on D&D Beyond look like a... The 7 looks like a 1, so I'll shit myself for a minute, but... <laughs> 13. You take... <clears throat> 10 points of lightning damage as this bottle of energy just... <laughs> by this cave. 
into you. Have I got superpowers? The power remains out. Sorry. Nothing else happened. The pad itself remains out, and nothing else happens. Your turn. Okay. First thing. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast cure wounds on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> immediately feel awful. <laughs> uh, I will do that. I will do that first level. Um, so you can heal. Oh, you're going to be shitting me. Uh, five points. That's minimum. I thought he still had speaking of hope on. It's just a minute. I'm. I'm. I think. Ah, okay. It only lasts for a minute. <laughs> Um, oh, you shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, concentration up to up to one minute. Yeah. Cool. So I get five back. Uh, I'll take it. We've been yeah. we've been piss, pissing about over this door for half hour. D and D. What are we missing? What are we missing? Is there a symbol we haven't touched? As far as you can tell, the top geometric shapes are gone. But there is now this pad. Or you just see this pad in front of you. Okay. What My DMT the... is going to be to Kirik to think on your notes. I'm also going to say that you had a D in the top line. And you also, the bottom one could be blood, because the E and the E could be an O and an O, and you could have blood there. So there is something there, if we can find out what the fourth letter of D is, something with the fourth letter of D and then blood. Whether it's, um, I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything. So anything it's the fourth trying. rune on the top line of those bottom chalk lines. Yeah, was D. The pie symbol means the pie symbol was a D, not the ones on the, the goalpost. Oh. Was the D, yeah. No goalpost on the top, so that's why no, I'm trying no, no, to think no, of no, like holy. The pie, the pie type symbol was D. Oh, so, so not, not the goalpost. Not the geometric shape. Sorry, the okay. actual fourth rune in on the top line was D. That changes. My bad. Okay, so, so we got A, B, C, D. Must be, or oh, let's hope it is. <laughs> um, so, what so are the slightly so blue? What, what did we okay, so hang on a minute. Are we? Yeah, I was about to say, what are we talking about with the slightly blue lines? They're the ones I I want to know because I think that's blood on the second line of the blue lines, and it's a V on the edge. I'm just going to cut that off if I can, if I can remember how. There we go. I think it's a red herring. What the top runes? Did, weren't they the yeah. ones that went out? All they though? were. We're telling you. All they were were points on the grid. The alphabet bit is the ones at the bottom. So if we look at what order we have, if we look at the order we pressed them in, which I can't fucking remember. I did yeah, but yeah, but that, yeah, because they were the ones that went out. So that's why I still think that it's something blood. Yeah, if if we're going by, sorry, I'm doing. I this. mean, I'm just trying to think. Right, so yeah, yeah, but I, I, uh, if, we're, I'm do- if we're going by common, oh god, there we go. So that would be it yeah. if we are looking at. Okay. Um, 
So if we go back, so is it is it something stupid like hobgoblin hobgoblin blood? Uh, no, because so the that... first letter would be an R. Okay. Religious. So what does it spell out? I. So, it's the so letters are. I'm going to just say them. R, I, G. R I, G H. Uh, v. Righteous. I think. So no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, hang on. I, I I honestly think it's down the down down the lines of some sort some sort of religion here. I mean, after all, we are working on the lines of uh, these are runes. These are magical runes. So I mean, <sighs> we're either going to go down the you know the line of hobgoblin. There's only two or, people or who haven't religion. touched it yet. You might as well completely yeah. upset. Fine, fuck it. Um, well, Kirik, you it's uh, it's you first. <laughs> You've already touched it and got thrown back, haven't you? Maybe it needs the blood of uh, a holy man or somebody who's a bit more pure of spirit than I. I've got it. And you... it, right, it spells it spells righteous blood. That's what it there says. I think. Talking about it. Right, yeah. Righteous blood, righteous blood. What does that mean? <laughs> I, was okay, just going, so... I, just, I just went back to the prophecy to see if it said anything, but it doesn't. I am I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm. I'm getting a slightly like you know sort of impatient with this, and I'm gonna slam my hand on it. Very righteous. The spike shoots no. up through your hand. You take four points of damage instantly. Cool. Your blood then fills the pad. The spike recedes. Again, you hear this lightning strikes into you. You take 10 points of... Uh, sorry, make me a dexterity show me through. Oh. Hang on. Where is it? There it is. Righteous blood. And that eight spell is really <laughs> four. <laughs> There's only one righteous man here, and I think that's you. You Garrett. take ten points of lightning damage. Uh, yeah, I'm like ah. Oh yeah, that, that, that wasn't me. Look like Go a chubby gangster. I think Kirik is the only righteous man here. Uh, I can, I can try. I'm gonna. Do you really think it means the way it means? What does the prophecy say again? Does the prophecy make any reference to righteous at all? From royal oh, creed and endless put plunder. your hand on it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that would Nothing be what about he would righteousness. Say. <laughs> uh, Hang on a minute. Guess I'll try. We all need to do it at the same time. Mm. That's the other thought. All our blood. As the spike shoots up into your hand, um, you yeah. take three points of damage instantly. And... and you feel the pulse of your blood begin to fill the pad. As it fills the recess, again, the spike recedes. 
This time, you hear a voice in your head. Called it. And it speaks to you and says, My child, speak your God and be permitted. Um. Oh, God. Um. It's going to look, look back through his notes. <laughs> what is my Literally what I'm doing. <laughs> what is... Right, oh, uh, Allah. I mean, God. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just convert to um, quick. Oh, my God, Neo. Yeah, I'm, oh, going, no. I'm going to kind of, like, <laughs> shake my... my uh, Shake my head, and I'm going to say the Odin's words. beard. <laughs> As you utter the words, the Raven Queen, in your head, you hear the voice again. Very good. The pad shoots into the door. You hear this rumble. A thin beam of light appears in the centre of the doorway, and the doorway itself just. As you enter the room, he says... You should have been playing the Crystal Maze music at this point. I should have been. Sorry, mate. It felt like a Crystal Maze challenge, that. (laughs) Do you know what? I I, I freaking love that. That's amazing. Did you come up with the... Did you come up with that puzzle, Matt? Uh, I nicked some ideas off some people. (laughs) That's some World War II level shit, that. I was about to say that. that, Fair play play, play to the the fact that matching it to the alphabet, that was impressive. I could have been a real arsehole and matched it up to the elven alphabet or something like that. I was was very much in tune with my character at that point, going, I'm fucking out. (laughs) As the doors open, I'm I'm going to smoke me pipe. (laughs) At the far end of the room, you see a stone throne. And then you see what looks like there may be a tomb behind it. Either side of the room are either two more sarcophaguses or storage containers. And there are these blue and gold, yellow, orange um, gemstones that are erupted out of the ground. As you look up to the ceiling... I'm just going to zoom in there. As you look up to the ceiling, there are two very rough but clearly defined, well, look like holes in the ceiling, but no light comes out of them. You also see in the farthest point of the room behind the tomb what looks like the glinting of gold coins. Oh no. Called it told you it was treasure. I don't like I'm this like, at all. <laughs> you know, just to kind of give um, you the feeling of what I'm like at the minute. Leave it tonight. No! You know, <laughs> you know when a ladder and a poo go into the lion's mouth and they end up in the cave and they tell and he tells a poo not to take in a cave of wonder. Only. I was about to say, yeah, and he's got yeah. this massive eyes like. Yeah, I'm literally yeah, yeah. just stubbing <laughs> stuff into my pants while the fish is on it. <laughs> 
this is by far my favourite dungeon I've done so far. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, actually, that has been epic. It's I've loved that. Fun. That's been fantastic. Danny is starting to reform as a character, so let's give him a treasure cave. <laughs> <laughs>